Good morning and good evening all at the same time. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you are feeling right now, um, I hope that it's a good feeling, right? If it's something negative, I hope that by the end of this podcast, it becomes positive or you see it in a different way or you now have the ability, you now have the freedom to change that narrative, right? Because think about it. If you thought this thought, if you are experiencing these things and granted, right, these things are just mindsets and, and ways of thinking, right? I'm not saying like, you know, if you got your leg cut off, you can like grow it back if you thought it really hard. And maybe you could. I don't know. Um, that would be that would be pretty dope if you can do that. Uh, maybe one day we will be as we move into the future. But um, anywho, um, before we get started, I'm your host, Mark, and I am not a professional or a doctor or some sort of a guru person. Um, these are just my experiences and just my views and just how I see things um, in hopes that people will um, get what they want, right? And really, above all that, honestly, it's about authenticity. Like, that's my new thing right now is that people would be super, super authentic and and true to themselves and they can break out of this stupid ass social conditioning Um, because once you start learning about it you understand that it doesn't exist it only exists because you allow it to right at least in yourself you you allow these conditions and these narratives and these traditions which you love and that's awesome but it's like, is that you? <laughs> right? That's all I'm saying. And if it is, awesome. Awesome. That's so great. Because that's, again, that's my only goal is to experience authenticity and share authenticity and be with people that are authentic and true and free. Okay? So, um, yeah, by all means, um, I'm an entertainer, so please don't um, believe anything I say. It's just all entertainment. With that said, let's get into it. Bow. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Blast off. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Blast off. Some of you guys were like listening to that coughing going, uh uh, what's, what's up with that? What's up with that? Good thing we're way more than six feet away. Um, And it's probably going to be that way for me forever. Um, People will never have access to me ever again. Um, I'm just going to be living in the digital world. Um, And that's just probably how it's going to be. For me, at least. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. I don't know. But I I would bet on it. Cool. We have a certain narrative have a certain issue or have a certain mindset. These are, I'm only talking about mindset. These are only things that I'm talking about are the mindsets. These mindsets that we create. And my whole point and idea is that if you created it, 
if it's created one way and it's going down this path, then you can switch gears, right? Take your foot off the gas, put it on the clutch, back on the gas, right? And then go to a different place, right? In your mind, you went this way, you thought about that. Now you can change it. Um, I really believe that now using it as an example of me becoming an NBA player, not going to (laughs) happen. I don't play basketball. Um, I can't play basketball to make it. And if I train, I can be as good as, you know, to play and get by at a gym or something, you know what I'm saying? Or on the street, but going to the NBA, that's just not what it is. But if I were to set my mind to becoming great at basketball, I believe I could. And I have because I've taught myself the little that I know I've taught myself Um, as far. Well, no, no, I can't say that. Because I did have some amazing PE coaches and I never really played on a team. So it was really PE. And that's where I learned how to hold the, the ball and to shoot the ball and to understand what that mindset is. And when, when you're shooting it, there's a route in which you take in order to make the best shot. And you can say all these different things. Like, for example, like I, I was a PE coach as well. Um, for K through fifth, uh, for about a year and a half, two years. And one of the, um, grades, I think it was like first grade or second grade. So the, the, the little ones, the little people, um, and I didn't mean little people as in like, yeah, anyway, just, they're just younger (laughs) moving along. We were playing basketball and we had all the courts set up each person's going to shoot. We showed them how to shoot. Uh, and I'm trying to remember how we taught them because it was pretty interesting. If I remember, I do want to tell you that because um, I w- it just totally went out my mind right now. But there's a method in which we we teach them and how to hold, hold the ball and bend the knees. And uh, it's called something. There's, there's an acronym. But with this, it's the route in which it's the narrative in which it's the moves in which get you to optimize the shot to make it in the basket and using everything that you have. So using your knees, your legs, your elbows, your eyes, your hands, your wrist, your elbows. I already said that. We say that twice, actually. Gosh, what is the acronym? Because it's like it has to do with your elbows and your knees. I can't realize can't remember that we sang it and everything and anyway um and then launching that in and then the arch and the arc or whatever it's called into the the hoop and we taught them that and there was this girl who it was her turn and she was going a bunch of times and she wasn't having any success as far as what she wanted to do and she wanted to make it in the basket like everybody else Uh, not everybody but she that's what she wanted to do so I would I watched her and I watched her not do the steps and then she would miss it. And so I went back to her and I was like, let's do these steps over again and let's see what happens from that. 
All right, let's try. I know you don't want to do that, but let's try a different way. Let's just see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. All I'm saying is this is how we teach it because this is this is what works most of the time. So she did and she made it and she kept making more shots and then she liked what she did, right? So, I mean, changing that narrative, man, is so important. Changing the the way in which the perception in which how we perceive things can it it can be freeing uh, right now in my life i'm experiencing an obscene amount of freedom um and just the way i think and just the way i act and it's it was an exercise it is an exercise it's it's a practice so it's no longer i don't necessarily say so to change the if the situation is you know what do i do as a dj if i, I if there's no public um, uh, gatherings so so what do I do you know so I sit there and, and worry and I got to change careers I got to change this and change that it's a matter of no what do I do right now what do I have how can I walk this thing through like with what I have and with what I got and and not saying it's it's not even about how but it's just about this is my gift and this is what I want to do it's about being creative it's about my mindset it's about all those different things whatever you need to do to get yourself to do that thing in a different capacity um i believe is very successful um there's a few things that um There's a few things that what talking about success and why I why I kind of like digress um, on that word because I don't mean success as in success we define it uh, it in in different ways but what I'm speaking about what I'm talking about is that freedom how to get that freedom how to get that release there's a certain release there's a certain freedom when you begin to practice these things because that's all it really is it's just a, it's just a matter of practice it's not a matter of i can't do this it's a matter of i can practice these things to be able to do it whatever that is um, we are capable of so much and what we think is is like negative is not always negative like we just don't know everything we don't know down the line See what I'm saying? We it's so funny how people in relationships or people before they get in relationships and this idea of like all these different restraints and all these different things that that they think are keeping them okay. You know what I'm saying? It's so weird, man. It's just a it's a trip. Relationships are fascinating and I am addicted. If there was one addiction I had greater than food and sex, this relationship this would be it. People will before they get into a relationship they will already have an ending they will already have a script to it they'll already have everything that's going to happen the reason why it's going to happen and i listen to these things and i'm just like man you you sound like every other person seriously every other person you you just sound like them you're just putting your situation in it but it's the same formula 
And so it's this like, you know, growing up, I remember for me, it was like girls would always say like, um, you know, I only date black guys. I only date Asian guys. And in, in my head, I'm thinking, what? I don't even know what that means. Like, what is that? I don't like, what are you saying? You know, like elaborate a little bit more. Um, why as to why and so like even in me in high school in junior high fuck I would always want to know well why what's behind that that's interesting you know what I'm saying like what because that doesn't make any sense to me I, I, only, I only date this certain race or this certain you know like I'm like if you're attracted to that person like and if you have a chemistry and you, there's there's all these different things that that go into like you being together like what how are there so many different restraints? That's got to be tiring. And I, for one, don't want any part of that. And so um, it's this narrative of we have everything planned out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, so he's not Asian, so I can't. He's not black, so I can't date him. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, or because, you know, I, I remember growing up too, like, we have a lot of Asian girls and I liked it. I liked just girls in general. I don't really care what you're, I don't care if you're an alien, honestly. I don't care if you're green and you're four feet tall, three feet tall, and you have pink eyeballs with purple lashes. Like, if I'm attracted to you, like, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, the, the the Filipino girls couldn't date black guys. They would say because their dad didn't like the fact that that they didn't represent America. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. They they white people are considered obviously this privilege, this white privilege that that exists, and this idea that if you marry a white person you will be successful you will look successful and you will be perceived as this and it's interesting like as a father i'm thinking to myself uh, let me never do that on any level i don't care what i believe in but let me never ever do that to my children because that is so ridiculous if you have a closed mind you you must keep that closed mind to yourself <laughs> you know as a parent like please you know, obviously guard your kids and teach your kids and give them the right tools. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you'll have hopes and stuff like that. But my goodness, man, the biggest thing that you can do is give them love, period. No matter where they're at, no matter what they're into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, for one, like, I didn't grow up with a dad and I didn't grow up with just that, that normal, right? I'm using that word for a reason, but that normal family which is not normal at all and so so my boys they the girls will paint their nails and stuff like that and so the boys want to paint their nails in my mind I'm just like what is that you know what I mean but at the same time it's I'm learning through that <laughs> I'm learning through that I'm learning like that's exactly how I need to be <laughs> My sons, they don't give a damn. 
about what they look like when they have toenail and fingernail polish. Like they don't care. They they're out there showing everybody. They do not care. And I'm just like that mindset right there. Like, how do we get there? And I believe we can. I really do. And and I'm going to prove it. Not right now, but I'm going to practice these things in order to get to that because I want that. (laughs) I don't want what they have per se, but I want to be able to find my inner child, if you will, to be able to explore those types of things. Right. When it comes to, you know, um, how I look and how my hairstyle is or beard or no beard or or paint and nails, no paint and nails, just what I what I wear. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be, the aesthetics of how I look and stuff like that. Like, I don't need to care. And not that I don't. It was something that was super amazing because it's like they are intrigued by that. Their sisters are doing it. Their mom does it. You know what I'm saying? So why wouldn't they? You know? Um, I've never done... Oh, actually, you know what? No, I have. I have in the past where I was actually bored and um, I was sitting in the car for something, for work or something like that, and there was nail polish in the car. It was purple. And I was like, oh, let me... I've never done that before. So I put some nail polish on my toes and forgot about it you know what I mean like I'd be walking around I don't like socks and so um and I don't like closed toe shoes and so everybody's like what what the you know my kids are like what the heck I was like oh yeah I forgot I did that um <laughs> and it was it was actually liberating it was actually really liberating and and I I do pedicure manicures and pedi- what are those things called manis and petties um you know, when COVID-19, when the thing is lifted, I mean, I would be definitely in and preparing myself for that and doing that because it's it's part of the self-care. But it's, yeah, it's part of self-care. But the point is, is that we can and have the ability to change our narrative, the, the path in which we take our mind and and why it goes down that path. I mean, obviously, like. And I'm older, too. So let's say, for example, like again, the NBA or working out, you know, I can for sure get buff and stuff like that. But there's all there are limits because of my age and because of just what I've done to my body in the past, you know, playing sports and being rough with my body and, and being rough with my body right now. You know what I mean? I, I fell the other day trying to be silly and ended up not step trying not to step on my son and then I stubbed my toe and I had coffee in my hand so I was trying not to spill it on everyone below my kids were on the floor playing and then not spill it on my wife so I like fell out (laughs) I mean it was it was crazy it was like it it felt like it lasted forever and I keep talking about it because I was jacked like three days two two to three days later I was like I'm still in pain I'm still in pain my whole like uh, right side of my neck from like my ear to my shoulder it's just hurting and then my lower back and stuff like that so um, but it's actually getting better so it's pretty cool just stretching that thing out but you get to change that narrative and that and that perspective of of thinking you know what I'm saying like you 
the situations that you're in, if you can change it, then change it. You can like if you're the way you view things can be changed. You know, the way you do relationships, there's a um, I'm going to read you something here. Let's see here from a book that I'm reading. Um, uh, The book is called uh, More Than Two. So it says here, relationships will seek their own true expressions, no matter how much you try to contain or control them. Now, that's that's the narrative that that I'm beginning to change. And I'm I probably have been in this thought process for a while is that um, no matter how much I try or contain or control them, it's I'm going to it's going to seek what it wants. And it's my I need to respond to that instead of always like, like, like restraining instead of like doing that, like, cause that then all my energy goes into restraining and my energy doesn't go into the things that it needs to go into. Then I'm like trying to like pray and like force it and God help me. I need, I'm such a terrible person, blah, 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 show me the way. And it's like, God's like, I've been trying to show you the way, homie. But nobody wants to really actually listen. Um, we are we've have this. We have one love, you know. We we've been doing this for a, a while now, actually. Um, at least in America, and at least again amongst amongst the the common folk, um, the more elite don't live monogamous um, how we think it's it's a perception um, when you start getting into certain things and reading certain things and articles um, and understanding where, where they're coming from and what their their goals are and hearing them speak and this is just from their these are from the, I'm not making this up this is their mouth this is how they live and not and I'm not saying you know be polyamorous or or whatever, choosing a side. I'm not saying that. You you do you do you boo. <laughs> do you boo. Um I'm not taking any sides. I don't even I don't even like titles or sides and all that stuff. Um that stuff just but it, it me it's a different meaning anyway. I'm just I can't one of these days, I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but one of these days I need to get into the meaning of words and stuff like that and where they come from and and just what the spelling and the spells they use um, is insane, man. This this ish is real, and we're walking around using things like, "Oh, I understand. I understand." You, did you even hear what you said? How do you understand? Do you even know what that means? Like, we don't understand the government. We overstand the government. We do not understand that. We only understand like three steps down, like what they tell us. That is it. That's it. That's all we know. We ain't, we ain't got a clue. We, we ain't got a clue. I was watching a a, a video on, on with Warren Buffett. And uh, he was telling a story about his wife and her ambitions 
And I thought this was this was amazing. So they're together, you know, and Warren Buffett, the richest, one of the wealthiest man, men, people on this planet um, today, at least. And his wife was just not happy, you know, and she had the courage and she had the guts as a person to stand up and say, you know, I'm not happy. You know, I need to pursue whatever it was she needed to pursue. And I think it was like arts and stuff like that. It's like she was more artsy um, and created like a creative person. And so she moved to um, San Francisco or something like that or New York or whatever. I forgot where it was. And she moved. Um, she says, I have an idea. You know, this is what I want because I don't want him to be lonely. And so she had someone that they both knew very well stay with him. And then, of course, Warren Buffett and that person fell in love. And then uh, his wife ended up passing away. And, of course, both of them, you know, lost a lover and a friend. And it was devastating, I'm sure, you know. But and I'm like, that's. Uh, again, you know, he he was saying in there, he goes, you know, however you you tailor your relationship, you tailor your life, how how you need it to be for for it to, to work, because what you're trying to actually do is you're trying to every person is trying to survive. You're trying to manage survival. <laughs> and so any way you can survive most people are deathly afraid of death. And so how do you survive that? Well, they've created something so amazing. It's not a commercial. <laughs> they've created something so amazing that has pretty much washed away death. Um, and that is they created religion. And when they did that, Oh my gosh, you have people right now that fear it, it. They say they fear, they don't fear death, but, but they do. Um, but it was, a, it's a way of like thinking it tricks your mind to think oh, I will never die. Cool. I'm good. I'll never die. And that is so not the truth. <laughs> you will die. Um, and then we want to know like, okay, well, I, I, because it's because you want to live forever. You actually don't want to die. Therefore you, you need that. And you, you, and so that those things are tailored to, and you grasp it and those things are tailored. And there could be other reasons why too. I, again, I, I don't know anything. I'm just an entertainer. Um, it, your story is your story because I'm not even talking about you, but it's, it is it, you we get to to do that we get to to create how how do you want to create your family cuz you get to do that however you but you have to actually do it though you see and that's where i'm at right now so i'm 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 figuring out um and making moves on how to to build you know a family how to raise a family i don't know what i'm doing you know there's six of us together and just trying to figure it out. And I love reading. And so that's one of the things I use to be able to gain knowledge. 
as it relates to how I go about that and how I change the narratives. Um, Because it wasn't easy. I didn't actually know that I could do that. Um, You know, know, people say like, oh, I I changed my mind. And and how how do I just oh I, oh I changed my mind how do I do that, and so I figured those things out on how to do it, and then did it, and then I do it every day. So I dupl- duplicate what those formulas are every single day, and I do those things every single day, and sometimes I fail, sometimes um, I co- I come short, but uh, most of the time, you know I'm I'm on it. And it's a powerful thing, man. When you get to change that narrative of negative to positive, <clears throat> if it's possible, there's so much freedom. There, there, there is so, so much freedom. It feels so good. It feels, it's, oh my goodness gracious, man. It's just like, why? You, you, I almost get mad because I want to know why people didn't let me know. Like, who knew about these things? The things that I know, who knew about them and didn't tell me? So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, how come you didn't tell me, dog? Like, man, how come you didn't, you knew about this? How come you didn't tell me? It's like one of, it's like one of those things. And isn't that interesting? I think that's why one of the reasons why I speak out right now. Because <clears throat> I don't want someone to be like, oh, man, you didn't tell me. You may not even believe me or even listen to me right now, but it's like at least you heard, like it's in your head. Like you gotta, you'll look back and be like, man, he did tell me about that, huh? Oh my gosh, I see the signs. Okay. And that's really what, what it is. That's really why I do what I do because you'll have a, um, you'll have a gauge on, on what's going on, what's, what's really going on. And so what's really going on is you don't have to think about relationships in terms of like you can think of them however you want to think about them that's the thing so if you wanted to so for you it's i'm with this person right you may be with that person because um that person is like a father figure to you right um so that person is um they care about you you know what i mean they truly care about you they truly they see if they see for your well-being you know what I'm saying? And then they also feed other desires and, 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 and things like that. And maybe they don't. Um, it beca- it, if I think about it, it, one person can't feel your desires for, for the whole, your whole life and what you need and what you think that you need and what you want. That one person is just feeding a certain area, like one little tiny little certain area of your life. Um, and that is not being alone and sex. So they're feeling those things. Um, and everything that's under not being alone, all the things that go within that. But man, let's 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 be different, man. I think as men, we we have a, a, an amazing opportunity. We have a great opportunity as guys, as men to be able to lead well, um, to figure out what it is we need to do and then just do it um be able to communicate fresh be able to communicate um clearly um not being not afraid a lot of guys are afraid to do things because they don't want the beef they don't want the strife they don't want the headache and i'm here um it it, give it to me it is what it this relation women are going to kill me when i die it's going to be because of women 
it's going to be because of because I'm it's just that's just what it is. And I'm going to love it. <laughs> I am going to love it. And I want to be the guy who who people hate and people love all at the same time. And I want to be that guy that people want. People want me to to talk about these things. People want me to to talk about these these truths. You know what I'm saying? Like most people, they're, they're just they're just not happy in their relationship. And they're also like don't even know why they they they're like, oh, I want to get married and I want to do this. And they think that there's like these goals and just be. It's OK. You know what I'm saying? Just relax, man. Just relax. And so, men, we need to um, continue to learn how to lead. Um, and I'm and I when I'm saying this, I'm talking to like young guys. Like 20, not, they're not even 30, like 20, 25, right? These guys, you know, they have, they're, they're maybe they're in school and they have a girlfriend and they have, and they don't understand certain things. And the, the girlfriend is trapped. The girlfriend feels trapped and the girlfriend is like not happy. You know, and the girlfriend wants to know why she always wants to travel. You know, men are like, why are these women always wanting to travel? I got, I know why they want to travel. I heard somebody say, why, Mark? Why, why do we want to travel? You tell me. Tell me why I want to travel. Shoot. <laughs> Who does it? Who doesn't want to travel? I love traveling. I understand why I love traveling. It took me a while to understand why I love traveling. I love to to be mobile um, because I like freedom. I like freedom. And the reason why I like to travel, I like to be stationary too. It's weird. I like to be real. So this whole COVID quarantine thing is, I love it. I actually really like it. It's so relaxing right now. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, but I also like to travel. And so I understand though that what I do is because I want to travel, I don't put myself in that position right now because that that's a that's a false longing. It, it, it's it's like it will happen, but it's it's like I'm not going to feel bad. Like, oh, man, I wish I wish I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Versus I will do these things because there's a huge difference of I wish and then I will. Um, and if I don't, I still will die happy because those aren't gauges of happiness or, or anything. Those are just, I'm just taking, they, they are, they would be lucky to have me, (laughs) you know, I want to go to Hawaii. Hawaii would be lucky to have me. That's how I see it. You see what I'm saying? Because it's there, there's an honor too. And then there's a, there's a deep respect that I have. And then there's also this fight. Right. When I think of Hawaii, honestly, when it when it comes when I think of Hawaii, I think of like give back the land to the original people. That's lit. It's just like America. It is America. But (laughs) that's what I think about. Because I know I know today there's things the whatever legal is, which I think doesn't exist and all the laws and stuff like that, which are stupid and phony. But there are things that are, are in place that still say that still have uh the 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 original owners still have the right to that land 
it's crazy, man. It's all about your... I always wondered why the U.S. Postal Service was called the U.S. Postal Service and why they care so much about addresses. It just, it just, it, it was one of those things where I was like, why do they care so much about addresses? The government. Why would the government care about addresses? And I think people think, well, it's so simple for people. It's so simple. So the a word that I didn't know um, back then when I was questioning these things when I was a child um, is a word that I know now, and that's domicile. So they, the way they cut this piece up, the way they, they cut this piece of meat <laughs> and sliced it up, like you are a citizen of the District of Columbia, which when you have an address that you put on your address, it to, to the powers that be, it is as if you are living not here. This They own this, therefore you're tied back then so then they can get your taxes. So anyway, look that up. I mean, look, look into that. Look into that. I, I had bought this book. I'm way off topic, but I had bought this book called The Black's Law um, because I wanted to, to understand these things. It's the commerce. <coughs> I wanted to understand commerce. And so, again, tying this back into the shifting of your mindset, you have to you have to study, man. You have to know these things and these things will benefit. These these things are benefiting my family. Um, you you got to be careful Listen, listen, listen to what people say. Listen to what people say and ask them. There's two things. I, there's only two answers or questions I have or comments or, or things I say. When people are talking, talk, I go, and? 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 The other one is, this is, this is like my all-time favorite right here. How do you know that? How do you know? Who told you? How do you know? How do you know? And I think as men, we need to we need to start asking these questions and not being afraid. Stand up. Be the best. Fuck the rest. Peace. <laughs>